Thanks for listening to the Woodward Podcast Network. Check out more shows by searching for us on Spreaker or wherever you catch your podcasts. The Woodward Podcast Network with Krupka Dental Associates. Hello, this is Dr. John Krupka from Krupka Dental. We now have the Saleo Laser. You can have your fillings done without needles nor drills. We are a full-service dental office and always accepting new patients. To learn more about me and my friendly team, visit KrupkaDental.com. Whether you're in your garden or hiking through the woods, we have you covered. Call now with your outdoor questions. In Appleton, call 281-1150 or outside the valley, 866-887-1150. From the Myron Construction Studios of WHBY, it's Outdoors with Rob Zimmer. Brought to you by Brookdale Appleton Senior Living. And welcome to Focus Fox Valley with Outdoors with Rob Zimmer. I'm Zach Morris filling in for Haley Tempest. And, well, it's time to introduce in our host, which is Rob Zimmer. How's it going, Rob? Awesome. How are you? Good. Have a good Thanksgiving? Yes, I did. Relaxing? Did my did my traditional uh, hike out at High Cliff. So there's a video on my Facebook page. If anyone's on my Facebook page, check it out. Spent the afternoon hiking out there, and it was just Gorgeous, gorgeous day. A little chillier than today. Today is beautiful. Oh my gosh, it's lovely. Today is, I mean, 50 degrees. Yes. Kathy Keene, are you listening? We'll talk about that when you get back. <laughs> she owes me chocolate. I mean, you talk about a week ago or two weeks ago, the fact that we were down to 15 degrees, yeah. wind chill down to right. single digits, and the threat of winter coming early, and right. back to 50 for a day. And it was beautiful. That was why I was hiking uh, this afternoon up at High Cliff, too, and there were the birds are really happy. The geese, the ducks, everybody's happy. There were chickadees and nuthatches and everything flying around. And there were bugs, lots of little moths and, and midges flying around. So pretty cool to see that at the end of November when, you know, sometimes we've had a foot of snow by now. So, but not this year. When is it normal for those bugs to fade away? Um, it depends. I mean, there's been some years you see them all winter. If we get warm days and even in the middle of winter in December and January, you'll see little little swarms of little midges fly up and and fly around. And, and there's um, an insect called a winter crane fly that you see a lot during the winter, too, on, on kind of warmer days, you know, when it's above freezing, at least, even when there's still snow on the ground. But it's pretty cool to see because I didn't see any for a couple of weeks when we were so cold. So it's nice to see them again. Well, Thanksgiving happened and shopping. We'll talk about that for Christmas, I yes, guess. Yes, yes. But... Deer hunting. Yes, deer hunting still going on. So be careful if you go out there and go hiking uh, like I was today at High Cliff. Make sure you're wearing uh, neon orange, which I wasn't, but I didn't get shot, thankfully. Um, go somewhere safe or wear your, wear your orange so you don't get um, injured this weekend because deer hunting still going on in our area this weekend and um, through Sunday. And it looks like we're missing a really big winter storm, too. It's going to go down to our south. Um, hopefully we miss it. I guess they're not 100% sure yet, but the official watch is well south of us. So that's a good sign. And yeah, if you want to, um, if you've been deer hunting this year and you've gotten one, uh, give us a call. I'd love to hear your story, how you saw it, how you got it, uh, where you were, all of that good stuff. If you have a deer hunting tale to tell us, give us a call. Another thing I want to talk about is on Tuesday, we started uh, at a request from one of my, my listeners. We started a little survey on Tuesday when I was on with Kathy Keene. Uh, on the Good Neighbor Show, um, asking listeners if they've had cardinals at their feeder because um, this lady who I talked to said there haven't haven't been a lot of cardinals showing up. In fact, none have been showing up in, in her yard since September, so she's kind of worried. Uh, we did get a lot of calls on Tuesday during the show of people that were seeing them, so hopefully uh, they're still out there. If you've got a story about cardinals or if you're still seeing them you know, as recently as today, give us a call and let us know. 
And um, one other thing I might want to know about is later in the show, I'm going to be talking about my favorite or, or some ideas for um, gifts, holiday gifts, Christmas gifts for gardeners and nature lovers. And I want to hear from you what your favorite gardening or nature gift you've ever gotten or given was. So think back, the best gift you've ever gotten, uh, ever received as a nature lover or gardener, um, either that you've ever received or that you've maybe put together and given to someone. And all those things would be fun to talk about today. Obviously, too, if you've got birds at your feeder that you want to know about or, or that you want to share, give us a call. I love to hear from people who are seeing things outside at their feeder. If you took a nice hike somewhere yesterday on Thanksgiving, give us a call. Uh, basically, just give us a call. <laughs> we'll yeah, find something our, to talk about. And our phone, our Settler Bank phone line number is 281-1150, our Settler Bank phone lines, or outside the area, 1-866-887-1150. Well, besides hiking, what else have you been up to? Uh, this week, I, I did do a lot of hiking. Uh, my friend and Cindy and I, we took a, one of our, our traditional road trips. We went through... Um, uh, because of deer hunting, we couldn't go to the places we usually go. But we went through um, we went through High Cliff, took a tour there, took some hikes out there last week, and it was really frozen. It was really beautiful. The ice was just starting to form on the the break wall and the waterfalls there. Uh, then we went over to uh, through Collins Marsh, looking for cranes and geese and swans and snowy owls, whatever else we could find. Then we went to uh, Cato Falls County Park, which is a really fun waterfall in Manitowoc County. Then we went over to Point Beach and took a, a hike there, took a walk there and checked out the beach and uh, the big waves and everything. So that was a, a great day. Uh, Tuesday, I was on with Kathy uh, Keen. Wednesday, I did my, my program at Memorial Park Gardens here in Appleton. Once a month, I do a, a free nature program there. And this one was decorating with nature. So that was kind of fun. I uh, had a big crowd there show up uh, the day before Thanksgiving to talk about all different kind of fun projects and ideas as far uh, as far as decorating with nature. So uh, things like pine cones and leaves and and ever you know evergreen boughs and rocks and all sorts of fun stuff. So we had a good time at that program and got some nice treats. The lady brought pumpkin bread and all sorts of fun stuff, chocolate. So that was a fun program. Uh, yesterday I went hiking at, at thanks, uh, High Cliff on Thanksgiving. Took my annual. That's a traditional thing I do every every Thanksgiving. I go for a hike there, and it's some years there's a foot of snow on the ground. Some years it's 50 degrees, and this year it was kind of. In between, it was pretty chilly yesterday. It was only in the, I think, upper 20s, low 30s, but it was a great day to get out there and take a hike. So, um, it's also the full moon. I've been hope I was hoping it would clear out a little bit, but it looks like a little bit of clearing skies to the south. But uh, last night and tonight is the full beaver moon. So, the Thanksgiving November full moon is called the beaver moon because that's when um, some of the, the Native American tribes would sit there their traps to catch beavers so they have fur all winter long so the beaver moon is going to be out there again tonight right after sunset if we clear out a little bit so we can see it yeah so hopefully the clouds do move yeah yeah some people um who were up in uh northern wisconsin and some people who were down south uh, they posted pictures of it on my facebook page yesterday so that was nice to see even though we couldn't see it ourselves here but the full moon is the beaver moon uh, tonight. Lots of stuff going on though. Um, like I said, I'm going to talk about, I have lots of events tonight. Uh, all of the area light shows start. So I'll be talking a little bit about each one of those, the holiday light shows with all the different botanical themes um, and lots of other natural events that are going on this week too. So lots of stuff to talk about today. And my top 10 list later in the show is going to be top 10 living plant gifts. So if you have a gardener on your list or someone interested in plants, I'm going to talk about the top 10 living plants that you can give as gifts for the holiday season. Yeah, especially with Black Friday shopping and Small yeah. Business Saturday small coming business up. Small Business Saturday, yep. 
time that you get work ahead, but you have time. Yes. Uh, head, to you your, head to your local garden center, garden show, garden shop, and pick up some fresh plants for them. And if you hear something on this list, you can always check the podcast and yes. play it again and figure out what you missed. Exactly. Because I'm going to go through a lot. I have a huge list here, so I'll probably have to go through some today and some tomorrow. But I have a lot of ideas for gift ideas for nature lovers and gardeners on your list. All right. 281-1150 are Settler Bank phone lines or 1-866-887-1150 outside the Appleton area. Back with more outdoors here on Focus Fox Valley. Welcome back to Outdoors with Rob Zimmer, Zach Morris, filling in for Haley Tempass. Calling with any questions for Rob at 281-1150, our Settler Bank phone lines. They are open right now, Rob. You know the song? Yes, it's Men at Work. Who can it be now? Overkill. Overkill. Oh, I had the artist right. Well, that's, that's <laughs> all that matters as long as you get it right. That's all that matters. If you had to figure out the song, if you figure out the name or the artist, you'll figure it out. And I'll win. What did I win? Oh, I won chocolate from Kathy Keene because it hit 50 degrees today. 50 <laughs> degrees. And Her and Steve Balon kind of poo-pooed me on Tuesday when I told them it was going to hit 50. They're both like, oh, no, it won't. Oh, no, it won't. Well, I'm looking up at my maximum temperature here at WHUY. It says 51. Just so. over 50. So. Yes. What? Yes. As long it as it got 50, day. it's all that matters. Right. So I get chocolate. Anyway, I want to read some. I just got some cool comments on Facebook. I was, um, uh, I took a, a hike this afternoon, and I posted a picture of sun dogs. If you know what sun dogs are, they're those partial rainbows that show up on each side of the sun, uh, usually when there's moisture in the air, which means it's going to rain. But I took some cool pictures of that, and a lot of people started uh, commenting on what they did today since it was so nice. And I just wanted to read some of those comments because they they make me happy. Um, Anne, Anne Shabasta, she said uh, it was a great day to collect nectar plant seeds. She's, she grows wildflowers for monarchs and other butterflies. So she was out there collecting nectar plant seeds and spreading them all around the property. So that's a good idea. Get out there, and if you left your seed heads up, a good day to start spreading those seeds. Candy Madsen found a woolly bear caterpillar on her kitchen floor. That's pretty cool. See a woody be- woolly bear in November. Uh, Teresa Hennis saw some little white moths. Yeah, I saw a lot of bugs like I was talking about before. I saw a lot of little insects flying around uh, today because it was so warm. Mary, Mary Stewart, found a yellow jacket in the leaves, so she had a yellow jacket out there. Andrea Lau, the hawks are noticing the little birdies today. She said she saw many uh, sitting around the poles uh, today. So lots of people were out enjoying the beautiful weather. It did get up to 50 in several areas, which is really nice for this time of year. Uh, So fun time to get out there and enjoy a nice hike. Great day to do an after-Thanksgiving hike. Um, And again, I want to ask people, in case you just tuned in, if you've gotten a deer this year, give us a call. We'd love to hear from you. Tell us us about your uh, experience seeing and uh, harvesting your deer. Also, if you have cardinals at your feeder, taking a little survey to see who still has cardinals at their feeder. And your favorite gardening or nature gift that you've either given or gotten. And I want to go over some of my ideas for uh, gift ideas for gardeners or nature lovers on your list. I I would love any of these. Hint, hint, if you're Christmas shopping for me. I'll take any of these. Uh, First of all, um, I'm just going to start. I have a huge list of just uh, several that I want to go over. 
um, if I can read my own writing. I was kind of jotting these down in the car as I was driving here. So uh, the first one, mason bee houses. So uh, if you know what mason bees are, they're the little native bees that usually nest in, either in the ground or in holes uh, in uh, bricks or stones or logs or wood. Um, and mason bee houses or homes are really popular the last couple of years. You can find them at a lot of area small businesses. So head on out tomorrow to one of those small businesses like Wildburn Backyard or Cedar Ridge or uh, any of those other places. Go Wild with Birds and Nina. They all have mason bee houses for sale that you can purchase and put up in your garden to provide shelter and home for mason bees, which nest in individual tubes. They're not like a hive nest or like honeybees. They nest individually. Um, another thing, obviously, is hummingbird feeders and nectar. Uh, if you have a nature lover or gardener on your list, hummingbird feeders are always welcome, and you can get the little packets of nectar that go along with them. Uh, we were just talking about spreading wildflower seeds. A great little gift idea for nature lovers and gardeners on your list is to get maybe make a little monarch kit with some monarch books, some milkweed seeds, um, a butterfly book, uh, something like that that you can put out in your garden or they can put out in their garden. Um, a couple other ideas I have for gift ideas for gardeners and nature lovers are uh, organic lawn service. If you're familiar with Valley Organics, who, who has been on this show several times, uh, get a gift certificate from Valley Organics to give your loved one uh, the gift of organic lawn service next year, which is uh, obviously safer and uh, better for the environment. Um, essential oils. Essential oils are also a great Gift idea for nature lovers and gardeners, uh, the all-natural essential oils that you can use for all different purposes, in, in, including keeping away garden pests and house pests, um, as well as, you know, cooking and enjoying other health benefits of. Uh, do we have a caller? Uh, yes, okay. we do on our Southern Bank phone lines. So I'll talk to, about more later. To a one eleven fifty, We have Rick from Oshkosh. Good afternoon, Rick. I see on the way up Highway E over by... Uh, south of Rickards Bay, this would be in the uh, Cowling Bay. We had six. Uh, we were counting six tundra swans that were there yesterday. Awesome. Uh, now we got. Now we have quite a bit of ice that's uh, blowing in from the southeast. Excellent. Yeah, my friend who lives right down there where I used to live on Rickards Bay, she had nine of them uh, earlier. I think it was a couple of weeks ago before before it got cold. But it's great to know that they're still there on on the west shore of, of Lake Winnebago. Well, it seems Good. like the, the way the wind's blowing, if, if we get a northeast wind, they, they hide out in, uh, uh, down in the, in the bays. They'll, they'll yeah. hide out in different places where they can get some shelter. Yeah, they're so, smart. They know where to hide if it would <laughs> stay out of the waves, stay out of the, uh, the now, wind. Now with, now, with the northeast winds that we're going to be getting, or not the northeast, the southeast winds that we're going to be getting, they said uh, Lake Michigan should be getting 10-foot waves. Is there anything... That will be going on up at um, um, Door County, which is called the Cave Point. It should be pretty good. I haven't checked uh, lately, but I can check right now. I know there's uh, there's a gale warning out, um, uh, and I did just get a message on Facebook. Um, I was asking people what they did today, and Kay Baum over in Manitowoc said the wa the waves were huge there in Manitowoc and Two Rivers, so she got some great pictures. Uh, so I'm assuming uh, Cave Point's going to be pretty. Uh, pretty good, too. I'm just kind of going online to see what specifically well, it says. Well, th well, thanks for the information, and, and good hearing Good hearing your... Hope you had a good Thanksgiving. That's what we're trying to say. Yeah, oh, yeah, I did. I went hiking at High Cliff, and it was beautiful. Yeah, it says, um, well, for Door County, it says 
Saturday's waves will be six feet and then dropping. So, so okay. the wind's going to switch around to the west. But that's still pretty good. You know, six foot waves on Lake Michigan or yeah, Lake Michigan are pretty good. Seven to eight feet tonight, six feet tomorrow, and then and decreasing. But should still be a pretty dramatic, dramatic day there. Great. Well, thanks so much, Rob, yes. and have a good weekend. Thank you. You too, Rick. Okay. Bye now. Bye. So that's how you do it. All you have to do is give us a call and let us know what you're seeing. Rick there, he saw some swans on County Highway A between uh, just north of Oshkosh, south of uh, Nina there. So in my old stomping grounds on Rickers Bay. So the tundra swans are still there, at least uh, on the days the the ice isn't uh, being pushed up. Today, a lot of that ice probably just got broken up and, and disintegrated because it was so windy and the waves were so big. I was at High Cliff again uh, the last two days, and um, the waves were really kind of breaking up the ice. So, a couple more gift ideas before noon or, or oh, before yes. noon. News, <laughs> not noon. A couple more ideas. Yeah. A couple more ideas for gift ideas for nature lovers and gardeners. Um, binoculars. Binoculars are always a great idea for those backyard bird watchers or the bird watchers who go out in the field, as long as as well as bird field guides. For those who want to know what they're seeing, you can pick up a little bird field guide and a pair of binoculars, maybe a digital camera and accessories, a tripod, a camera case, uh, whatever else goes with that. Uh, a state park sticker. I talk about that a lot. I push that a lot when I'm talking about nature gifts for gardeners, uh, nature gifts for and garden gifts. A state park sticker is always a bargain because it gets your loved one into all of the state parks and state forests in the state uh, for free all year long. So those are just some of my ideas. of a lot more when we get back from the news break along with my top 10 list and lots of events. 281-1150 are Settler Bank phone lines are open. You need to take a break for news. Be back with more of Outdoors on Focus Fox Valley after this on WHBY. Well, that's an easy one. <laughs> you are listening to Outdoors from the Myra Construction Studio of WHBY with Rob Zimmer. Our Settler Bank phone lines are open. 281-1150 or 1-866-887-1150. So, Rob, um, the top 10 list for this week is, you know, part of the holiday season. Trying it to get, is. you know, gifts for people because before you know it. It's going to be here. The parties will be here and the family gatherings. It, it'll happen just as quickly as Thanksgiving, as Thanksgiving popped Thanksgiving up did. out of nowhere. It sure did. It seems like it was just Halloween and now, it's th- now Thanksgiving's already gone. This whole year is... Just flying by. Ooh, look at all that rain coming on the radar. There's a lot of rain coming. I'm not sure if the same for you, but I think ever since that blizzard happened in spring. Oh, it yeah. It just seems it pushed everything back. Yeah. And the seasons just seem shorter. Yeah. And then fall. I mean, we had such a warm, uh, you know, September and October. It was, you know, in the 70s and 80s. And, you know, people were still cleaning up their gardens almost, you know, November 1st. And then suddenly it got really cold really fast. So, yeah, we had kind of a, an extended fall so far. And now today it's 50 degrees. So, yeah, my top 10 list is going to be top 10 living plants gifts that you can give to your uh, gardeners and nature lovers that they can enjoy inside all winter long. And for years, really, some of these, uh, I know people who've had some of these plants for generations, like um, I'm talking 40, 50, 70, 100 years in some cases. So once you get these, you can get them, uh, keep them going a long time if you take care of them properly. So top 10 living plant gifts for gardeners on your list. Number 10 
Um, snake plants or mother-in-law's tongue, those are really easy to grow, one of the easiest grow- to grow plants there are. They'll take low light, medium light, high light, uh, very low moisture. I have one at home I water maybe once a month, and it's, it's doing beautifully. So snake plants are beautiful plants uh, and great for uh, one of the biggest trends right now in indoor gardening is plants for clean air. And snake plants are one of because they have that broad leaf, uh, they're one of the best plants for cleaning the air inside your home. So snake plants are a great idea. Number nine, paper whites. Paper whites are kind of a traditional Christmas gift idea or little um, uh, party favors or party um, plants that you give to people. They're excellent. They're easy to grow. They're fragrant. They're fast growing. You just put them usually just in a, a little dish with some stones that and some water in there, um, and they pop right up and they bloom, and they're uh, in the daffodil family, the, the narcissist. Nar- <laughs> I can't say it. You know what I mean. And they're just beautiful, and they're fragrant, and they're easy to grow. So those are great gift ideas. Number eight, if I can read my writing here, <laughs> it looks like Christmas, but I don't think it's Christmas. Uh, cyclamen. Cyclamen are very pretty. Uh, they have the, the downward facing kind of um, kind of like shooting star blooms in different shades of pink and white and red. Uh, they have beautiful leaves. They have a nice rosette of beautiful silver and, and green leaves, um, and they last a long time. Uh, they'll be blooming for... Uh, several weeks up to a month inside. So that's another great traditional Christmas gift plant. Number seven, aloe vera plants and succulents and jade plants, anything in that family. The succulents are always popular, especially if you have someone who you know has bright light, um, a really bright, sunny area to grow them. And they're all excellent. They're all fun. They're beautiful. They're long-lasting, and they're easy to grow. You just uh, The biggest thing you can do wrong is overwatering all of your succulents, your aloes, your jades, your succulents. Um, and you can Uh, experiment with so many different ways to put things together with those plants. Number six, orchids. Orchids are an excellent plant for for Christmas. They're a very popular Christmas gift, especially when they're mixed in with spring-blooming bulbs. You'll see um, dish gardens uh, with tulips and daffodils and orchids mixed together. Uh, For Christmas time, there's a lot of snow-white orchids that are out there, um, and I've seen arrangements where they put maybe some red twig dogwood or other um, red branches or colorful branches in there along with the white orchids, and it just makes a beautiful uh, centerpiece or uh, plant. Number five, uh, miniature roses. Miniature roses are a great gift idea for for the Christmas season, especially the red ones, obviously, but there's yellow and pink and orange and um, all different shades of, of red, too. Um, and bicolored blooms that are streaked or, or modeled in different colors. But miniature roses are great. They're long-lasting. They can go outside in the spring. You can actually plant them because miniature roses are perennial. You can plant them outside and enjoy them outside all summer long. And if you want to, you can pop them back up and bring them inside for the winter. And they should just keep blooming and blooming and blooming. Number four, Christmas cactus. That's a popular one uh, for the holiday season, too. They come in a variety of colors. Uh, You can get pink ones and yellow ones and orange ones and red ones. They're extremely long-lived. These are some of the ones that can live for for decades. You know, I know people who who, um, have their Christmas cactus repotted every several years, and some of them have been in the family for, you know, one, two, or three generations. So if they're properly taken care of, uh, they can last a long time. Number three, top 10 living plant gifts, uh, Norfolk Island pines. Those are beautiful, you know, the, the very textured look to them. Uh, they're another really popular traditional gift. You can get them in all different sizes from miniature ones that might only be a few inches tall to, you know, four, five, six foot Norfolk Island pines. I've seen even bigger than that if people have a sunroom or, or a great place to grow them. You can decorate them for the Christmas season uh, also. Um, obviously, these are house plants, though. You're not going to put them outside. Uh, maybe in the summer you can put them outside for, for a little while in the shady area, but um, that's an indoor 
plant. Number two is poinsettias. Poinsettias are a very traditional and popular uh, plant for the holiday season. They come in so many different colors and shapes and sizes, and um, you can get, again, miniature ones that might only be in a 2-inch or 3-inch pot, or you can get gigantic ones that might be you know, in a 20-inch pot and be 3 or 4 feet tall with dozens of blooms on them. Uh, but poinsettias are a popular plant, um, and those, obviously, you can perennialize over and over and over. You can bring, plant them outside for the summer, bring them in for the winter, and enjoy them year after year. And my number one choice for living plants for top 10 uh, living plant gifts is amaryllis. Amaryllis are gorgeous. They're showy. They're dramatic. They're colorful. They have huge blossoms that can be, you know, some of those can be six or seven inches across, and you might have four or five big, huge bulbs per stem. And they come in all different colors. You can get pinks and whites, and there's green ones and kind of like these optical illusion ones with these maroon and green stripes. And there's so many different types of amaryllis, and they're just gorgeous. They're easy to grow. And they make another long-lasting gift. So that's my top 10 living plant gift ideas. So go pick up a few tomorrow, Small Business Saturday. Visit one of your local garden centers. That uh, All the garden centers in our area obviously are, are small businesses, local businesses. Check them out and see what they have for gift ideas and support them. And just show up because you never know what they may have. Yes, you never know what surprises you might find there. So, Yeah. So that's kind of fun. And I wanted to, to do living plants because, you know, so many people think of, of um, you know, electronics and boring stuff like that. So get them a living plant that will last for years. All right. Last forever and ever. Last forever. They'll, they'll outlive you in some cases, right, if you do it right. Um, I want to go over some events before uh, – do we have to take a break or can I go? We can take – care of a couple of events before the break. Okay. Um, because there's a lot of cool things happening this weekend and actually um, all next week too and actually through through January or late December. Um, the Milwaukee Dome's holiday show has started. Uh, that starts uh, tomorrow. It's Scrooge. So they have a Scrooge floral show at the Holiday Dome at the Milwaukee Domes. And this weekend they're also doing it in conjunction with this. They're also doing a huge urban garage sale. So if you want to take a road trip this weekend, head on down to the Milwaukee Domes at the Mitchell Park Conservatory there and check out the brand new Scrooge-themed holiday show, which is, um, if you've ever been to the holiday show at the Milwaukee Domes, you know it's always extravagant, overdone. There's going to be huge poinsettias, you know, the biggest poinsettias you've ever seen in all different colors. They have many Christmas trees inside the dome. Um, all of the trees were inspired by the, the ghosts that visited, um, you know, Scrooge in the in the story, I don't want to give too much away, but um, and then lots of amaryllis. We were just talking about amaryllis and cyclamens and all these other plants. There's going to be hundreds and hundreds of those scattered throughout the show dome there. So check it out, the Milwaukee Dome's holiday show, Scrooge, and this weekend, the 24th and 25th, they're also having a huge urban garage sale there at the dome. So all sorts of local businesses, entrepreneurs, crafters will be selling holiday-themed uh, gifts there. Uh, starting tonight. Um, Green Bay Botanical Garden, the WPS Garden of Lights, starts tonight, the 22nd annual. 300,000 lights arranged all throughout the gardens. It's just one of my favorite things to do every year uh, after Thanksgiving is go check out the Garden of Lights because it's all full of uh, botanical-themed um, designs and sculptures made out of light. So you'll see butterflies and birds and um, cattails and frogs and turtles. And uh, the icicle forest has always been my favorite where you walk through the entire forest just with these dripping lights just hanging there from the treetops. It's just beautiful. So check out the WPS Garden of Lights. It starts tonight and then it's going to go through 
on December 31st, I believe. Don't quote me on that, but you can check their website for more information. They also have the model train set up inside. They have their giant natural Christmas tree, which is made from all different natural decorations, uh, campfire, and you can either walk through the gardens, uh, walk through the trails, or you can take the horse-drawn wagon ride. So fun time there. Also starting tonight, um, all of the light shows really start tonight. So the other one is the Oshkosh Celebration of Lights at Menominee Park Zoo. It's their 17th annual Celebration of Lights. That's going to be going on tonight, 5 to 9. They have lots of new light displays this year. They're they're, um, setting up a lot of new, um, the pixel lights, the animated lights. There's going to be a talking tree. There's going to have lots of new cutout displays and botanical and animal themes at the 17th Annual Oshkosh Celebration of Lights. The other one over in Manitowoc, another one of my favorites, is the lights at Lincoln Park Zoo. So if you've ever been to Lincoln Park Zoo in Manitowoc, uh, now through through December, they do their drive-through light show. This is a drive-through one, so you don't have to walk. Where you drive through the the roads there at Lincoln Park, and they have uh, dozens and dozens of huge sculptures with um, wildlife from the world. So they're bears and um, penguins and ostriches and spiders and elk and deer and all sorts of stuff set up there along, among the hills there uh, in the woods at the Lincoln Park Zoo. And I'm out of breath, so maybe it's time to take a break. <laughs> well, it's time to take a break. Plenty of events right. going on, and if And I'll have more when we get back. We'll have plenty of more yet to come here on Outdoors with Rob Zimmer on WHBY. Steve Miller Band, Abra. Abracadabra. There you go. I kept saying, I knew the round and round part. I was going to say like upside down, but that's Diana Ross. (laughs) 281-1150, 281-1150, our Settler Bank phone lines are open. Have any questions for Rob or hunting stories or what's yes. ever in your garden or front yard just because deer yep. or are roaming ideas. around pretty, yeah. Yep. pretty or active gift, right now. Yeah, gift, they are. Yeah, Gift ideas for gardeners, too, I'm still looking for. I have a ton of my own, but I'd like to hear some of your ideas. Gift ideas for gardeners and nature lovers. I think I stopped at the State Park sticker, which is a great uh, gift idea to give gardeners. Another one is a a subscription to a nature or gardening magazine, something like Wisconsin Gardening, which I write for every issue, so check that out. Uh, Birds and Blooms magazine, Birdwatcher's Digest, Audubon magazine, National Wildlife, any of those magazines. Wisconsin Natural Resources is another great one. A subscription to one of those types of nature and outdoor magazines is a great gift idea as well. Um, a honeybee hive, honeybee, well, you don't have to get them the hive itself, but honeybee, honeybee information, maybe a, a gift certificate for the honeybee uh, store, the honeybee wear store um, over in Greenville, uh, and, and supplies to start their own honeybee hive if you know someone who's interested in that type of thing. I was going to say, if you get the hive, make sure they're not allergic to bee stings. Yeah, probably. Yeah, you want to make sure, <laughs> get them plenty of protective clothing or make sure they're not uh, allergic. Um, mushroom logs, the mushroom growing kits that you can buy, usually around this time of year, I haven't, I haven't really been out looking yet, but uh, usually this time of year you can find, find the mushroom uh, kits where you actually, it's like a either a, a real log or a cardboard log uh, that has all the spores on it to grow your own mushrooms. That's always a fun gift idea to give gardeners. Um, I think they had them at Bay Beach Wildlife Sanctuary too and some of the other places. So uh, pick up a mushroom kit. Um, also, a compost bin or compost kit for people to start composting in their own in their backyard. Uh, they sell all sorts of compost bins and kits to start your own compost bin or or pile to make your own fresh compost for your garden. That's another great one. Or a rain barrel. A rain barrel is also another great gift idea for people who are into gardening and and nature. Great way to conserve rainwater and have fresh rainwater for your garden as well. Rainwater is always better than water from the hose. 
Um, a lot of times this year as well, you can find uh, tabletop um, hydroponics machines or kits that grow herbs and lettuce and things like that in um, a water Base solution uh, um, where it sprays the water up at the roots and a soilless uh, system for growing those types of plants. That's always fun. They usually come with a little growing light and you can do them right on the tabletop or counter. Uh, growing lights themselves. Uh, I know so many people who say they want to garden inside or they want to grow plants inside, but they don't have the growing lights. They don't know how to set them up. So help them. Stop at a good uh, garden supply store or, or garden center and pick up some growing lights uh, to give someone a Heads up, so they are a head start, so they can get their growing light set up. They also sell mini greenhouses. Uh, you can get a walk-in greenhouse that might be as big as like a shower stall, or you can get ones even smaller than that. You know, you don't need a lot of room in a greenhouse to keep a lot of plants inside uh, from your garden or growing plants inside. So a, a greenhouse is a great gift idea. Um, a membership to one of the zoos, uh, the Milwaukee County Zoo or the New Zoo or the Milwaukee, um, the Oshkosh Zoo, Menominee Park Zoo, a zoo membership is a great gift idea, as well as a, a membership to any of the nature centers in our area. Um, a lot of them accept memberships, uh, and you can give that to uh, your loved ones. That, that usually entitles them to discounts on programs, maybe even free admission to certain programs. So a gift membership to a local nature center or a zoo, or a public garden like Green Bay Botanical Garden. Um, I'm trying to read my writing here. Uh, rain gauge. A rain gauge is a great idea, or a personal little weather station for people's backyards. You know, so many people um, uh, don't know how to determine how much to water their gardens or their plants because they're not sure how much rain we got. So if you get them a rain gauge, they can keep that out there and measure uh, the rain that they receive and supplement that with their own watering. Another great gift idea for nature lovers and gardeners, fishing poles, fishing tackle, a tackle box, all sorts of fun stuff, even a book on how to fish or where to fish. Uh, get people started in fishing, especially children. If you have children on your list, get them some fishing information, fishing tackle. So many young kids these days, uh, they're not learning how to fish. They're not learning how to hunt. So uh, help them out. Get them the supplies that they need uh, so they can go out there and uh, try it. Nest boxes at some of the wild bird stores we talked about before, Wild Bird Backyard, Go Wild with Birds, some of the others. Uh, you can get nest boxes for uh, whatever types of birds they might have on their property, whether it's wood ducks or kestrels or wrens or chickadees or um, bluebirds or owls, the little owl platforms or owl uh, nesting boxes. Uh, all great ideas. Oriole feeders and nectar, another great idea. Garden tools, garden books, garden containers, uh, bat houses. Bat houses are another great gift idea for nature lovers. We all talk about how important it is to have bats because of all the mosquitoes and insects they eat, but um, have you actually put up a bat house on your property? Well, now you can. Um, and some of the same bird stores we just talked about sell bat houses as well. Um, again, I can't read my writing here. Plant. Uh, oh, plant society memberships. If you have a gardener who you know loves a certain type of plant, um, there are lots of plant societies in our area that a lot of people don't know about. There's the um, Green and Gold Hosta Society. There's the American Hosta Society. There's um, the Rose Society. There's the uh, Bay Area Daylily Society, if they like daylilies. There's Wild Ones, Native Plants, uh, Native Plant um, and landscapers. So all of these things would be great gift memberships. Get them a gift membership to one of these societies. It entitles them usually to newsletters and field trips and meetings where they can learn all about these plants. And um, next year in 2019, 
the National Hosta Convention is coming to Green Bay, so I'll be talking about that a lot next year. Uh, the American Hosta Society Natural, National Convention. That's huge news for our area because a lot of the tour gardens uh, for the convention are going to be right here in the Appleton area, Appleton, Oshkosh, um, Seymour, uh, New London, a lot of those tour gardens that the people from all over the country will be touring to see the hostas in those gardens. So that's pretty cool. So get them a membership ahead of time. Then they get discounts to some of those uh, tours and programs. Um, oh, I hear music. So I guess I'll do the rest of my gift ideas for gardeners tomorrow. Yeah, tune in tomorrow for Outdoors with Rob Zimmer from 7 till 8 a.m. Yes. Yep. And you'll be hearing more events going on in the area and also more gift ideas. Yep. And pre- be prepared to call in with your gift ideas. I want to hear what, what your favorite garden or nature gift you've ever received was. Um, and your deer hunting stories. And I'm sure you'll talk about tomorrow with Small Business Saturday. Go to these places. I mean, yes. there's a long list of what you can get for people. Exactly. And there's even more. Yep. Yep. All right. Till next Saturday. I'll talk to you later. All right. See ya. Bye. Listen to Rob Zimmer tomorrow morning at 7 till 8. More of Focus Fox Valley after this on WHBY. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply.